All right, guys. Welcome back to Happy Dose. It's Nikesh and Satish here, bringing you your dose of happiness. So, Satish, do you know what is the most requested question that we get from our listeners? No. <laughs> what is it? So, the question that we get a lot is people want to know how can they handle a breakup or how can they find happiness after a breakup? Now, Satish, I'm pretty sure you're like an expert in this or something, right? Do you have an advice on people, how they can get over a breakup? Bro, I, <laughs> I don't know anything about breakups. Wink, wink. I only know about love. <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, again, you know, we, we're joking around here and having some fun, bringing you some happiness, right? Uh, but, of course, we don't mean to be rude or anything like that. And I totally understand. After a breakup, especially if it's a recent one, it's really hard to find happiness. And sometimes it's hard to get over that breakup. I get it. And I can speak, you know, from experience in the past. Um, when you do break up with somebody, it can feel like you're never going to be happy again. It feels crushing. You feel sad. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but... Like on every single episode, we are here to help you. So if you have gone through a recent breakup, you're sad, or even if your breakup was in the past, you're having trouble getting over it, we are going to help you guys today. Now, on this episode, we have somebody that we consider an expert. Now, this may sound wrong. Uh, we're not saying that she, you know, breaks up with a lot of people or anything like that but uh but we do have an expert so let's go ahead and welcome her on and then we'll talk a little bit about her so please help us welcome rosie hi rosie how are you doing today hi i'm good thank you awesome that's really good to hear that you're doing well and rosie thank you for being here with us now, for the people that don't know and why Rosie is considered an expert in this is that Rosie has a podcast called The Breakup Monologue with Rosie Welby, where she talks about breakups, relationships and romance and all that type of stuff. So this is why we consider her an expert in this field. Um, so if you guys need help with anything like that, you know, breakups, relationships, romance and other things make sure that you go ahead and listen to her podcast. Of course, listen to it after our show because she's going to answer a lot of questions here and help you guys out. She also has a book coming out on uh, this topic. And again, like I said, we will discuss this later in this episode. But before we get started, Rosie, we have all our guests that come on give us a quote that means something to them. So do you have a quote for us today? The quote that I'd like to share with you comes from a Madrid-born philosopher called George Santayana. And he once said, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Which relates to a chapter of my book called My Chemical Romance, where I look at the possible future of anti-love drugs, where potentially a neuroethicist and bioethicist that I know called Brian Earp suggests that there is a possibility in the future that we might be able to invent a love drug and an anti-love drug. 
and thereby manipulate our feelings and potentially take a pill that could help us to leave a relationship and um, actually reduce the trauma of a breakup and sort of do something similar to the memory erasure process depicted in the film Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which, of course, at the time that came out, we all thought that it was um, a kind of fictional science fiction possibility and we, <laughs> we never thought this would be real. So it's really interesting that we could we could be looking at a future where we can erase our ex, but I think it's debatable whether that might be a good thing because actually mistakes that we make in life are often very useful learning experiences um, and we can then avoid repeating patterns of behaviour and we can recognise maybe why a relationship didn't work out particularly well and perhaps avoid choosing similar partners in the future. Well, thank you for sharing that quote with us. And that quote kind of aligns with how I like to think about, you know, the past, uh, my past, especially. I like to always say that, you know, there's never a failure moment or there's never a time that I failed or anything because I can always be learning from the past. Right. And this could be applied to a lot of people that are listening, even your relationships. If you do break up, you know, there there are things that we can learn from that relationship so we improve the next one uh, so that quote was really nice and if they ever make a pill that helps people fall in love or fall out of love uh, that would be really cool I think that would help a lot of people out um, but let's go ahead and move on into the questions that we have received from our listeners and uh, what they're asking and what they kind of want to learn from you uh, so, like I said, you know, we got a lot of questions. This is probably one of the most requested questions we get is, um, you know, how to handle a breakup. So uh, the first question to you, Rosie, is how do you handle a fresh, recent breakup? So when you're trying to get through the first stages after a very fresh breakup, um, it sounds kind of cliche, but I would say really be kind to yourself and treat yourself and kind of try and keep to some kind of routines around sleeping and eating food that you enjoy, cuddling your pets if you have them, and particularly reaching out to friends and talking to people. I know it's a lot harder to do in lockdown during a pandemic, but talking to people and talking it through with people who will listen to you and give you that space to speak uh, will be really, really useful. And if for whatever reason your friends aren't particularly available at the moment, maybe they're going through their own traumas, um, you could even think about speaking to a professional, speaking to a therapist who obviously it's their job to give you that space to speak about what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And they will understand that all of the things you're feeling are completely normal and help you to move through the stages of, of your grief and stress. But I would also say that perhaps relating to the quote that I mentioned, another really useful thing to do is rather than remember all the really good things about your ex, the things that you loved, the things that you really, really miss, it's important to try and remember some of the negative aspects of the relationship as well, the things that you wouldn't want to repeat. 
Um, it's something called a negative reappraisal strategy where it's often used on alcoholics. And if you remember the, the bad effects, the bad outcomes of drinking, it makes you realise that maybe drinking is not such a great idea and you're able to slowly but surely remove your desire for drinking alcohol and in the same way you should be able to slowly but surely subdue your feelings and your intensity of thoughts about your ex because the rational thought that actually they weren't always 100% good for you will start to kick in as well. It's a bit like uh, when Facebook is always kind of coming up with unwanted memories I've got another chapter of the book called unwanted snapshots and (laughs) you know it's always the happy smiling photos but remember alongside all those happy smiling memories sometimes there are bad times sometimes there are arguments and if you remind yourself of that hopefully you'll find a better relationship in the future where there aren't so many points of conflict and compromise and you may be able to be your your best self in another relationship in the future. I just have to say that answer was really amazing just because it's such a different perspective from what a lot of people are used to hearing. You know, people hear that, hey, you need to move on. Like, yes, it hurts, but you'll find somebody better. You're in a better place. They're in a better place. But nobody ever says to look back and look at all the bad things that happened in the relationship or look at what was the reason for the breakup, or even to go back and look at, you know, why that person was wrong for you. So I really like that answer. And I feel like a lot of people listening right now, that's going to help them because it gives them a different perspective to think about when they're going through their breakup. Now, the next question uh, that I have, which kind of sounds really bad, But we get this a lot uh, and people that are looking to break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, uh, they're really scared. So they write into us and they ask, hey, what is an advice that we could give to them? So Rosie, what is an advice that you can give to somebody that's looking to break up with, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend? I would say that for people who are looking to break up with their partner, um, take the time and think for a moment about why you want to break up, why you want to leave this relationship. Um, You're probably really sure and really set on that. But is it worth having an honest conversation with your partner and give them a chance to know that there's something about their behaviour that's upsetting you? Is it worth giving them a chance to fix it? And maybe you've done that. Maybe you've already been through that process. So if if it's not something that you want to do, I would still advise it in most cases, except for really physically abusive relationships, I would say it's still worth some kind of face-to-face conversation, whether that's maybe on Zoom these days or in person because facial and vocal cues are so much easier for people to read and understand than written text, which feels more abstract. And it is much harder for people to process being dumped that way. And hardest of all, of course, when you get ghosted and the person just disappears. So I would say, if possible, try and communicate. That's so important um, because that will help the other person in their recovery. 
That's very interesting. And like I said, it's a very interesting question to get asked a lot. That's why, you know, I'm so glad that you're here today because I have no idea how I would answer that. Uh, but I have to totally agree with you again. And, uh, you know, I feel like with any relationship, whether it's going to work or not work, it all comes down to communication. So, you know, not just in your relationships with your boyfriends and girlfriends, I think, you know, any relationship you have in life with maybe your parents, siblings, uh, you know, friends, co-workers, anybody like that, communication is always key. So Rosie hit that right on the spot. Now for the next question, after, you know, a breakup, what should you do in order to find happiness? I know for a lot of people, you know, something that I've seen and uh, from hearing stories and things like that, a lot of people look for new relationships to jump into very quickly after a breakup because that's what they think is going to bring them happiness. But that's not always a good thing, is it? After a breakup, um, I would suggest that you put energy into projects that fulfill and affirm you. Things that maybe you neglected during your relationship. For me, that's always about creativity, whether it's writing books or comedy shows or recording podcasts and putting energy into into work projects or new hobbies is, is really, really healthy. New friendships, um, being social exploring the aspects of you that you felt maybe got submerged or got hidden in the relationship. Flirting can be really, really fun, but in most cases, it's probably best to wait uh, maybe a few months um, until you start a long-term committed relationship again. It's different for everybody, but in general, to rush very quickly into a new relationship can be problematic. <laughs> uh, we do see a lot of rebound relationships and, and the problems from those yeah I see the same thing you see so many rebounds and it's so sad to say but you know that person that broke up and jumped into a new relationship really quickly uh, you know and rebounded that's the correct term they typically do not seem to be so happy and it's harder to find happiness that way so if anybody's listening and they're thinking, hey, I'm going to go ahead. I broke up with somebody. I'm going to jump into this new relationship. Listen to Rosie. I don't think that's a good idea. And like she said, it's great to get involved in other things like, you know, different projects you might have been going on or even, you know, starting your own podcast. And I think at the end of this episode, Satisha is going to tell us how you could actually start your own podcast right now. Well, anyways, um, from that, let's go ahead and move on. Now, Rosie, this is my last question to you. How can we learn from our relationships, our past relationships, so we can make sure that our future relationships are better and we are happier in those relationships? This is an interesting question about what we can learn from past relationships and breakups in order to improve future relationships. That's very much what my book 
is about because that's about my own journey of having lots of breakups in the past and learning to make better choices now, recognising incompatibilities and negotiating around those. There have been a lot of surveys have done that have shown people after breakups do report positive changes, particularly in how equipped they felt to make better choices in future. And again, it kind of harks back to this idea of just having an awareness of the negative aspects of previous relationships, those unwanted snapshots, um, and knowing that you can you can choose better, you can make better choices for you, find people you are more compatible with and have more aligned goals with. Thank you so much, Rosie, again, for coming on our show and giving so many good advice on this topic. I really appreciate you coming on. I know Satish really appreciate appreciates it. Uh, and we did learn a lot from you today. And I know people listening in, this is going to really, really help them. Because like I said, this is a question that we get a lot. So it was really cool to bring on an expert, someone who knows this, someone who has a podcast related to this, and a book uh, that's related to this topic. But before we go, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your book? I know you've kind of done that throughout this episode, uh, but give us a little bit more about your book and when it's coming out. So yeah, my book, The Breakup Monologues, is published by Bloomsbury on the 27th of May in the UK and the 27th of July in the US and 3rd of August in Australia. And yeah, well, it should be out in all other places as well around those dates. And it's a mix of memoir, humour and science. And it blends interviews with experts and guests who've been on my podcast, lots of funny comedians and authors with my own journey of finally trying to stay in a relationship. And you can pre-order that now. And I guess while you're waiting to read that, you could listen to all the episodes of the podcast and possibly even read my first book, which is called Is Monogamy Dead? That's awesome. And I'm really looking forward to uh, your book and reading it. If any of you guys listening right now want to get notification when Rosie's book does come out, head over to our website. There will be a link in the description. Uh, when you get to our website, there's a nice little button right there where you can sign up for our newsletter. It's absolutely free. All you need to do is just put in your email address there. And when her book is available and we've received it, we're going to go ahead and send you guys an email with the link to purchase her book as well. Again, Rosie, thank you so much for coming on our show. I know you just mentioned it a little while ago, but why don't you let us know where everybody can find you and your podcast? If you want to keep in touch on social media, I'm on Twitter at Rosie Wilby, and the podcast is on Instagram at Breakup Monologues and it's available on all good podcast platforms. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to hear more from Rosie, go ahead and check out her podcast. There will also be a link in the description for you guys. And if you guys really enjoyed today's podcast and you believe in our mission, our mission is to spread happiness this year, global happiness all over. We want to see everybody smiling. We want to help as many people as we can 
achieve their happiness or at least get on the road to happiness. So if you believe in this journey, go ahead and click subscribe. And also don't forget to share these episodes with your friends and family or somebody who just needs to hear this. Remember, if you share this and they learn something from it and they become happy, they're not going to thank me or Satish. They're going to thank you. So it's your duty to help us achieve this global happiness because we are all in it together. So Satish, go ahead, sign us off. And remember, everybody, don't forget to click subscribe and listen to our next episode. Thank you for listening, folks. This podcast has been powered by Podmeo. Podmeo, home of the best podcast hosting on planet Earth. If you want to start your own podcast, visit podmeo.com. That's P-O-D-M-I-O.com. Until next time, stay happy and keep smiling.